brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, welcome to this live edition of the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. We all just watched Spider-Man Far From Home. No way home. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely far from home. It is Spider-Man No Way Home. They're far from home. There's no way home. We had a homecoming. There's a home somewhere. (laughs) We are here at the Majestic Neighborhood Cinema Grill this episode is going to be filled with spoilers, so proceed at your own risk. Coming in live from the Majestic Neighborhood Cinema Grill in Chandler, Arizona. It's the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. Hello. As I mentioned, we just saw Spider-Man No Way Home. There's no way home in this one, y'all. <laughs> it's live. There's no way home. It's live. There's no way home. There's no editing. We are the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. I am joined by my fellow junkies. My name is Shauna. Who else do we got here? We have Alex. Haley. And Nicole. And we also have a very special guest for this episode. We are joined by AZ Deadpool, though he is not dressed like Deadpool today. Say hello, Deadpool. Hello, hello. So who are you today, Deadpool? Or uh, what, what do you prefer to be called tonight? Um, honestly, you could just go with AZ Deadpool still, even though I am completely dressed like Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. I feel like Wade Wilson probably has a Spider-Man outfit hanging in his closet somewhere that he just likes to bust out from time to time. Would not doubt it whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, having AZ Deadpool here being Spider-Man just means that we definitely just went through the multiverse. It's real. It's, <laughs> it's real. I, I, mean, I mean, even the comics anyway, like there's a whole crossover section of Deadpool and Spider-Man, so... I I believe it. I believe it's real. It works. So tell us about you. What does AZ Deadpool do? What does that mean? Um, Well, it's just simple in the name. Um, I just so happened to take upon the name uh, back in 2016. Thankfully, uh, this was like shortly after, like right after like uh, Deadpool, the first movie came out. Um, I decided cosplay has always kind of been a thing that I wanted to do. And thankfully, no one else had the name already, so I just went ahead, um, took AZ Deadpool, and I've just been doing it ever since then. Yeah, uh, that's how you get official. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's cosplay is so much fun. I know thirty nerdy thriving could like attest to that too, and everything like that. Yeah, we've uh, we've been friends on Instagram for a while, so I was super excited to see that you were joining us on the podcast today. Um, and one of the things that I think is really cool is like how involved and out in the community you are like in your cosplay, whether it's at conventions or stores or whatever, movie releases, um, you know, you're, you're out there all the time. Um, how do you, how do you get involved in that kind of stuff? Like, um, how, how did you get involved and, and, um, what has that experience been like for you? Um, honestly, uh, 
it doesn't just just come to me necessarily. Uh, I just kind of reach out more so like, for instance, um, just last weekend or this past weekend, we went to uh, Atomic Comics, which just reopened and everything like that. I, I went to them um, around their first opening weekend that they came back and we went, to get, we got to talking and everything like that. And they said, like, we'd love to have you back for um, opening weekend for Spider-Man No Way Home. And so did some talking back and forth there and was just there uh, this past Saturday, um, just taking, hanging around, uh, taking pictures with people and everything like that. It was just a lot of fun. That's awesome. Other than Deadpool and Spider-Man, are there any other characters that you cosplay? Um, as of right now, not really. Um, I, I mean, I, I've kind of uh, just kind of centered myself around Deadpool and Spider-Man, mainly because my favorite color is red, if that's mm-hmm. not important as itself. But um, as far as like potential other cosplays, uh, I don't really have anything else other than possibly the uh, the newer Spider-Man suit that we saw in the movie tonight. Yeah. You know, I actually, I'm actually kind of curious here because, you know, you guys know each other. So do you know the man behind the mask? Do you know his who is No, he? no. I've just known him as AZ Deadpool. So it, it's cool. In fact, um, I was um, talking earlier how I feel like you did it the right way because you, you are the man behind the mask. And, and I always cosplay characters with my stupid, dumb face. And I'm like, I should have had a mask. I love your I stupid, dumb face. I should have had a mask face. this whole time. I could have been living in anonymity. <laughs> it, it is like kind of funny that way because I can go to like a convention um, in just normal people clothes and just walk the con floor without anyone really knowing who I am. But <laughs> there's there's a small group of people that like I've hung around with and they know who I am and everything. That's like so that. crazy. So would you do what Peter Parker did if uh, this would hurt, were to happen to you? Like if. Ooh, good question. Ooh, would you, would you cast would the you spell? Would you tamper with the spell? Um, I, like seeing the way like it affected him, I probably would because uh, that just does not seem like a, a fun life to lead, like constantly having everything you do like under a microscope, like mm. does not seem like fun. Yeah, because you can go get some coffee, you know, nobody's <laughs> like messing with you, like, oh my exactly. God. Exactly. Uh, you know what? Not being anonymous, I got to tell you, is I can't go anywhere. We just have so many fans <laughs> here at Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. I did have a guy at Tempe Marketplace just the other day go, Carol Danvers? And I was like, yes, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, um, AZ Deadpool slash Spider-Man, very important question. Um, Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy? Um, I'm kind of biased towards Gwen Stacy. Ooh, okay. We're team Gwen over here. Absolutely. like it. <laughs> nice. And um, which costume is more um, comfortable? Um, I, I would definitely say like Deadpool is definitely a little bit more um, comfortable because it, like it's not as skin tight as <laughs> Spider-Man. It allows for a little bit more movement and everything like that. So yeah, definitely Deadpool. But, wow. Um, a lot to consider. <laughs> it is. Uh, but strangely enough, like... I get, I do get recognized, obviously, as Deadpool a lot too, and Spider Man. But I think, as far as recognition goes, um, I feel like for kids, it's definitely a little bit it leans a little bit more towards Spider Man because just seeing the reactions, it, it's that's what like cosplay like mm-hmm. is really about. It's it's an amazing feeling. That's awesome. I'm gonna get a picture with you later and show it to my son, and he will lose his mind. He's <laughs> you in got full to meet blown Spider Man. Yeah, full blown <laughs> Spider Man phase right now. So yeah, that that's one of the coolest parts of cosplay is interacting with kids for sure. Absolutely. Is there a reason why you're more favored towards Gwen? Um, I think overall, like uh, like besides um, the comic book character herself, uh, I think that Emma Stone actually did like a better job as like the love interest in Andrew Garfield Spider Man as well. 
Okay. I mean, I wouldn't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> this we'll is Nicole's first Spider-Man yeah. film that she's ever seen, actually. Yeah, I'm a great pop culture junkie. <laughs> <laughs> you know lots of pop culture. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, Spider-Man, I mean, we just got to see, again, spoilers, all three Spider-Man interact in one movie, which was absolutely mind-blowing. Um, do you have, out of the three, a favorite Spider-Man? Um, I grew up with Toby, um, and I think Andrew... Andrew Spider-Man, like, gets a bad rep. Um, the movies, like, like first one was good. Second one was a bit of a mess, but it still had its moments, obviously. But I feel like Tom is, like, the perfect, like, combo of both, like, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. Whereas Toby, like, was probably seen as not, not the greatest Peter Parker, but a good Spider-Man. Um, same with, like, Andrew Garfield, like... He was seen as like the, the, just the too cool of a Peter Parker. <laughs> too hot. That too. And <laughs> but I feel like as Spider Man, he was able to like he was like a very comic accurate. But I think Tom is a good combination of both of those. Yeah. So if I was going to go with favorite one, I um, I probably would call it. Yeah, that makes me think about the movie and like if I kind of feel like they kind of shown that in the movie, you know, because you know. It, Obviously, it's No Way Home. It's Tom Holland's movie. And then you get Tobey Maguire coming in and Andrew Garfield. And I feel like that kind of way, like, oh, he's trying to prove himself, Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, you know, I, I'm i a little different, but, like, I'm not, you know, more than just looks. Yeah, and, it was cute having that little Easter egg moment where they were like, no, you're amazing. You're Listen, amazing. you're an amazing, yeah. amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> um, you got to be Spider-Man 3. I did but... not catch that. Wow. Yeah. Well, see, I felt that whole, like, eggs. Spider-Man love fest conversation was, like, total fan service. Oh, absolutely. I, I loved it. I was, I was... I was trying not to laugh so hard, but I was cackling the whole time because I was like, this is like fan fiction playing out on the... <laughs> As a fan, you felt serviced. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like uh, that whole with Andrew, like kind of saying like, I'm lame, I'm lame. I think that was kind of like um, criticism that he's taken for his movies over yeah. the years. I think that was like kind of... Like, Very meta moment. Yeah. There was much. a lot of that. There was a lot of like self-awareness, like when they're making fun of the villains' names and they're making fun of how they became villains and all that yeah. stuff. Like, uh, I I don't know. I appreciate that one. It doesn't take itself so seriously, you know? Yeah. <laughs> DC. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, AZ Deadpool, we are obviously the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. We would be remiss not to ask, what are you watching right now? What are you into? What TV shows, movies, music, besides obviously Deadpool and Spider-Man are you uh, into right now? Um, let's see. Uh, not too long ago, just finished watching Squid Games, finally. Um, loved it. Um, what else? Uh, I think... Trying to think, like, are you watching Hawkeye currently? Yes, I am. I'm very excited for the season finale. I'm also wondering with Hawkeye, is this the season finale or is it the series finale? I know they Mm -hmm. said season, right? But I know for WandaVision, for for example, they specified that was the series finale. So I'm wondering. Yeah, but then Loki got renewed for season two. So I'm hoping we're going to see a Hawkeye and Kate Bishop will or Mm -hmm. the Hawkeyes or whatever they're gonna call them will return in season two i'm hoping so because i know like i've i've heard like some rumors saying like maybe spider-man is supposed to like supposedly show up in this final episode of season one of hawkeye so interesting lots of room not you know not to sidetrack to hawkeye or anything but the the trailer for this uh finale episode uh said the the 
uh, universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is about to get a lot bigger. And then it shows Kingpin coming in. And so you're thinking, well, okay, because Kingpin's big, right? right? So it's like a play on that. But also... As we just saw, Ugh. the MCU has gotten bigger because yeah. mm-hmm. it has now brought in a Defender, mm-hmm. and now we're getting a villain from the Defenders. So it makes me wonder if we're going to see any Defenders showing up, mm. like Matt Murdock in the finale uh, of If Hawkeye. Jessica Jones mm. shows up, I will yes, lose please. my shit. Listen, <laughs> I love her. So did you watch all of the Defenders shows? I did. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Iron Fist because I think that's kind of consensus. Universal. <laughs> yeah. Not me, man. I that, like yeah, you. Me Thanks, Haley. <laughs> I got you. Uh, Luke Cage was, was good, but out of, the, out of the four of them, my top two were Daredevil and Jessica Jones for sure. I mean, that's those are definitely yeah, top They're shows. the best. Yeah. I don't know. Luke Cage season two. Like season one I was here for, season two just kind of lost me. I don't know. They should have done fair. Heroes for Hire. They oh, should have. That that's What's the that? route they should have gone. Hire? That's Luke Cage and Iron Fist teaming up. Oh, oh and that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they, Mike Coulter even said that that was like where they were going to head, but then they didn't have the chance to. So I'm, I'm really, really hoping we get that mm. opportunity. Who knows? I, I definitely got that sense in the Defenders though. Like, are we going like the Heroes for Hire route? But yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, we're going to head into some some spoiler talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, I'm just going to be very careful about it. There's no way home, you guys. <laughs> All right. Let's talk spoilers right after this break. Hi, I'm Haley the Brave, teacher and mom by day, cosplayer and pop culture junkie by, well, also by day. I'm obsessed with all things fandom, and I love to talk about it. So join me and some of my friends as we geek out about TV, movies, music, and all the awesome things that make life worth living. Listen to my podcast, 30 Nerdy and Thriving, available now on all major streaming platforms. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
Hello, the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast is back. We are still here at the Majestic Neighborhood Cinema Grill where we just watched Spider-Man No Way Home and we are going to get into some spoiler chat. Okay, so I want initial gut reactions one by one. Mm. How did we all feel about the movie? Alex, go. My chest (laughs) is all I was holding on to the entire time. I was like, yo. I honestly came in here not really knowing what to expect. Everybody's loving it. I'm like, mm, let me not get myself too like excited because I'm gonna get over there and be disappointed. And it was it was great the way that all these characters and you know all these past times because you know as you dead people saying like we grew up with Toby and seeing Andrew Garfield. It's really like reminiscent and just uh, yeah, all the feels are happening. They you know there's so many points in there were just like had me. And I think it did a good job in, well, I don't know, because I'm thinking of Nicole, and I'm wondering, like, I wonder, like, how Nicole came in, because, you know, obviously, I mean, Nicole hasn't seen any of them. Sorry, Nicole, to put you out there on a class <laughs> like that. But um, to me, it almost felt like I still needed, if I have never met these Spider-Men before, I would need more, I, need, I would need to know them, because I only knew them because I knew them, but I wonder, like, if Nicole knew them, like, mm-hmm. what their backstory was, like, what they had to experience, like. I don't know, I feel like that's part of why I think for me the movie was so great was because it had that connection. But yeah. I mm. So let's go over to Nicole then. Instincts, gut reactions. How did you feel about the movie? It was all right. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, what Alex said, if I had more background and watched the other ones, I would have loved it. But I was just sitting there confused the entire time when all the other whatever heroes, villains, whatever they were, um, came in and... I was just like, okay, like, cool. You're killing them and stuff, but what <laughs> what does it mean? I have no idea. What does it all mean? I was kind of just focused on Zendaya. I, I was thinking honest. that too. I was like, Nicole's probably so excited and every time Zendaya's yeah, on screen. She probably, yeah. Do, you, do you ship like her and Tom Holland in real life? Um, seeing how they were in the movie, yeah. Aren't they and so cute? He was just like, he wants to stop acting and start a family. Oh. What? Yeah. That's so cute. We'll take a break from acting, not stop acting. I take read this interview. Um, one of the directors of, of this trio of Spider-Man films told Tom Holland specifically in Zendaya, do not date each other. Because mm-hmm. like, I think, um, gosh, Tobey Maguire and um, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst definitely dated. Oh. Obviously, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield dated. It's like every Spider-Man's got to date magic? their co-star for a minute. I mean, this <laughs> multiverse expands even Further from yeah. <laughs> the screen. How funny. Uh, all right, Haley. Um, yeah, so lots of like nostalgia. Um, it was cool. It was great seeing Tobey Maguire. It's funny, like um, Kevin Feige, like you ain't slick, dude. Like fans <laughs> predicted everything. Like I sat down and I was like, okay, Matt Murdock's going to show up and we're going to have the other Spider-Man. And like, and all of that happened. And I kind of wish... I kind of wish that fans like calmed the hell down and yeah. didn't predict everything Spoil all the time. Spoil it for themselves almost. Hold because on, hold on. Matt Burdock was there? What? Yeah, he was the lawyer with the red sunglasses in the beginning. He didn't. Oh, I, I was here late, guys. I got here 20 uh, minutes late. Bruh. I Making a whole rustle yeah. here, making all the noise. Everybody was watching me. Yeah. Like, so we just spoiled the first 20 minutes of the movie for Alex. Yeah. <laughs> so they needed a lawyer, like 
you know, Peter needed a lawyer, and so there's a kitchen scene, and the lawyer is Matt Murdo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. That's incredible. It's okay. Right. I was confused, too. When everyone started, <laughs> was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Haley and I weren't confused. No, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, what was it, a week ago? A week ago, Kevin Feige's like, if Matt Murdoch was going to return to the universe, then Charlie Cox is our... I'm like, okay, so he's in Spider-Man, is what you're saying, you know, like... But I've also heard that he's going to appear in She-Hulk, maybe like the She-Hulk series as a as a regular character. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy and I loved every single part of it. I just wish I would have been surprised by any of that stuff. Like I wasn't spoiled technically, but I just wasn't surprised because I knew what was going to happen. So, makes sense. Az Deadpool initial reactions. I'm kind of along the same lines of that. Uh, I, I had seen some spoilers online, um, mild ones, but um, me personally, I was still like blown away. It exceeded my ex- expectations because it was, uh, I think it was kind of on the bubble. Like, are they are they in it or aren't they? But as more, as time went on, uh, more leaks started happening and everything like that. And um, there was one thing in particular that, kind of made me doubt that it might be, uh, Toby and Andrew may not be in there in that. Um, someone had posted, I think back in August, about a a Target exclusive like figure, and it was of Toby Maguire's Spider-Man, mm. but it was, it was an updated one. Mm. And like about two months later in October, like uh, it turned out to be fake. So that kind of like threw me off. Like, wait, yeah. does that mean, are, are they not really in the movie and everything like that? But... Other than that, um, seeing them like on screen, um, interacting with Tom Holland and everything like that uh, was just amazing. And the only bad thing was that it left me wanting more of the three of them. Yeah. So. And I don't think that's probably going to happen yeah. in time. Yeah, well, especially because now they have forgotten about yeah. right. Peter Parker. The the funny thing to me was um, Andrew Garfield obviously hit was most recently Jonathan Larson in Tick, Tick, Boom. So when he came on the screen, that was like my, fr- I was like, oh, Jonathan Larson. So, I, <laughs> but he, he's been getting all of this like, you know, award buzz and nominations and stuff. And I was like, he should get a freaking Oscar for every time they asked him about being in this movie. And he said no, <laughs> because he, he got, I mean, he sold it pretty freaking well. Yeah. I mean, we all knew he was lying, but still he sold it. The well. amount of lying that these actors went through was so impressive in the lead up to these movies. I don't think Tobey Maguire has had an on-screen role since 2014. Like I mean, that. he's done wow. like voice acting here and there, but he hasn't had like a live action role in years. Um, uh, personally, so this was my second time seeing it. Uh, my husband and I saw it on Friday night. I couldn't wait, y'all. I, I had to go do it. Um, and I, th- I was obsessed. I thought about it all day, all night after seeing it. Um, I was, I, I was not surprised that Andrew and Toby showed up. I expected them to be there. Um, I heard rumors that, you know, Charlie Cox was going to show up, but when he came on screen and that initial time I saw it, I screamed. I was like, oh my God, Matt Murdock's here. I was like squeezing my husband's hand. And, you know, when Andrew and Toby came on, the entire theater screamed, but it wasn't like shocking. It was like, yeah, they finally showed up. Um, but I mean, I, I freaking loved it. I was obsessed. Um, man, I, I definitely teared up. Ooh, we got to go through who, who cried, who cried. It was coming, you know, but I, you know, did the thing where you like suck in your tears, like when you just like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I've become like really good at disassociating you guys. <laughs> so like I was watching it and I was like, I'm somewhere nice and sunny. 
on a beach. Like I've become a Aunt really May's good not at it. dead. I become really good at it. Like it's it's probably like if if I was in therapy, like we would be talking about it. Or maybe you're just cold hearted. That too. <laughs> on this <laughs> next episode of Pop Culture Podcast. <laughs> I mean, why can't Haley feel her feelings? <laughs> I told you guys I wasn't gonna cry or have any emotion towards it, and well, I didn't. You cried during spite like the cartoon Spider Verse. Yes. What? What? Like, it's oh a my cartoon. God. If anything, <laughs> Nicole should have should watch that one because you don't need to know anything about anybody's Spider Man and like watch that one and still get the whole like multiverse. That's true. I mean, Spider Ham shows up and I mean, that, you wait, cried okay. in a movie with a spider pig. It was beautiful. There's so <laughs> many you. emotions. That, I did not. Speaking no. of the cartoon one and like the meme going around, all them pointing at each other, they should have done that in the movie. They did. They, they did. did. Oh. They did I feel in like the, the lab. whole movie was that. Yeah. yeah, they did in the lab. They were all pointing and I hit okay, my husband and my buddy and I was like, they're doing the meme. <laughs> they're pointing. They're never pointing mind. at each other. I missed uh, the two. I okay. cried. When um, MJ fell off of the building, the, or the um, it was the, coming. Oh my god! And then, God, even from the previews, I was telling people, I bet you anything that Andrew Garfield Spider Man is going to be the one to catch her. And when he comes down and catches her, and then, are you okay? And she goes, Are you okay? Oh, oh my god! I yeah, cried right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is going to move me into my next um, section because I just looked over at Nicole. And, um, this is a special segment of Pop Culture Junkie podcast called Questions from Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Nicole, yeah, anything? <laughs> Her question is just, what? Well, she, looked, she looked at me before we sat down and she's like, I don't even know what to ask because I don't yeah, even know what was, was like, going on. I really don't have questions. It's more so like I was just confused, like I said, the entire time. I guess my questions were like, I guess we're not going to go through everyone because that will take time, but the other... What are they here? Villains. villains. Okay, villains. How they all were incorporated into this movie and what do they mean to Spider-Man? It's good. That's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Haley. So, well, so basically you have Tobey Maguire's version of Spider-Man and he had villains from his universe. So you had the Sandman was one of his mm-hmm. villains and you had um, the Green Goblin and then Doc Ock. Those were all villains from his movies. And... Um, you know, the Green Goblin in particular, like he was friends with that family. When he talks about his best friend who died in his arms after trying to kill him, that was the Green Goblin's son. And so like that's a James really, Franco just I just felt that emotion just now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. So there there was a like strong connection there, which I think made it more significant. Knowing that makes it more significant when he saves him, at, like helps save him at the mm-hmm. end. Um, and then Andrew Garfield's villains were the lizard, which mm-hmm. what is his character name? God, Connor, Doctor Connor, Doctor Connor. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't. I never saw that second. Um, amazing Spider-Man. The Lizard is definitely a forgettable villain. <laughs> yeah, in this and then um, Electro was also one of um, Andrew Garfield's villains. So, um, but yeah, I, I think the them being brought in. One thing that that I had a question about was how was it that like they talked about? Oh, it was right before I died. Like I got pulled here, but then Tobey Maguire gets pulled in, and he's older. Yeah, and. Um, Thankfully, my buddy Eric had read a bunch of stuff and was like, I'll try to recap you real quick before you do the podcast. He was saying that they got pulled from different points in time. It wasn't from the exact same point, which makes sense why Doc Ock would be like, oh, you know, you've grown or whatever. Because that was, I was like, are we trying to pretend like Tobey Maguire is not 20 years older than he was last time? (laughs) I know. I was like, are they going to de-age him? And then I looked at him and I was like, no, he's definitely aged. He's aged very well and gracefully. But like, no, he's he's the age of the person, 
you know, what Tobey Maguire would be now. So I guess early 40s. But Also, why 20 years later is his relationship with MJ still complicated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what said, was that? He said, it's complicated. But then he's like, we made it work. So I'm like, what? are you guys just boning then? <laughs> are you just casually boning MJ? Like... <laughs> We made it work. We're friends with benefits. It's a little complicated, but we made it work. I know. I don't know. That that was a weird line. I, I don't it's know. Like if, if Peter B. from Into the Spider-Verse can make it work with his MJ, then why can't Toby, like, why can't he make it work? That's true. That's Man. true. Because he did those awkward, pelvic, thrusty dance moves <laughs> in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> and she can't forget. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Of the rest me. of us. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I was disappointed that Topher Grace's Venom wasn't brought in. Oh, man. <laughs> I just wanted Bully Maguire to make an appearance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did think at the end that um, they killed Toby. Um, when he got stabbed oh, by I the was Green Goblin. Be so mad. And I was having like um, Force Awakens Han Solo flashbacks all over again. And I, I honestly, I was about to like burn the theater down. I, I was like, Disney needs to quit ruining my childhood. I thought that in the car on the way home. I was like, Haley's going to see this and be like, they killed Han Solo and now they're going to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> Immediately, the first thing that came to my head, I was, yeah, so I was uh, really glad. Something else I want to point out, Nicole. So when I said I cried when MJ fell and then Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man caught her in his Spider-Man movie. Um, it's this iconic scene from the comic books. Gwen Stacy is falling down a clock tower and Spider-Man shoots his web at her and he's trying to catch her. And right at the end, she hits her head on the pavement or snaps her neck and dies in his arms. He's unable to save her. And it's this ridiculously tragic scene in the comic books. And then they recreated it in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's when he says, you know, I wasn't able to save Gwen. And that's why we all cried because yeah. he finally yeah, I kind of figured because when they were in the room, the science room or whatever, the lab, and he was like, yeah, she died. And then I figured, and then I just kind of looked at articles before and um, saw that, well, I guess this is kind of maybe going into our next segment, the Easter eggs and stuff, um, that in his movie, it's kind of like almost the same cinematography in mm-hmm. the movies that on how they were falling. Um. It is. It's it's very focused on Emma Stone's face mm-hmm. in that movie and just like her reaction of kind of realizing that her death is impending yeah. and just like the falling. And that was the same shot with Zendaya mm-hmm. just like on her face. Um, so is Spider-Verse, the cartoon, considered part of the MCU? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm assuming no, but who knows at this point because uh, now that, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are now like canon into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? So, because obviously we had the nod to Miles Morales in right. this movie. and It's so got to be a black Spider-Man song. My, mm-hmm. And my thought is like, is you can't bring in an anime. I mean, unless we get all like Space Jam, which I don't want. You can't bring in like an animated <laughs> Spider-Man, but would it? That'd be cool. I mean, that'd be cool. I, I think I heard um, there was an interview with Tom Holland and Zendaya, and they were talking. They were pretty much begging to be in the next Spider Verse. They're like, well, "Like, get us in there. It would be cool." So animate us. I don't know. I, don't I would know. assume that they would make it live action, much like it kind of seems like they brought. If we all watched What If and we watched the Doctor Strange trailer just then, it seems like that might be that evil Doctor yeah. Strange that we saw in What If. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a live action version of Miles Morales and he's just going to look a lot like he did in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I, yeah. I've heard rumors that there's 
like a live action Miles has been cast for a while, and they're just like keeping it like very tightly under wraps and everything like that. That would be awesome. Yeah, for real. Well, and the I mean, I know we're gonna get into the kind of what's coming next here in a second, but I um, I'm very glad I watched What If. Uh, yeah, because it made me really excited for that Doctor Strange trailer. But it also now the Doctor Strange trailer has made me very excited to see who else from What If mm-hmm. we might get in. Like, are we going to get zombies? Because that would be super cool. Or I are heard we going to get a show that was greenlit on Disney Plus that's Marvel zombies? That's awesome. Yeah. And like Captain Carter, mm-hmm. like bring more of that into my life would be great. So I don't know. I've, I've also excited. heard the rumor that since Sam Raimi is directing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that we might see Toby's Spider-Man. Again. Oh, hmm. interesting. Whoa. That That's is a tasty little Well, tidbit. yeah, he now knows that there's other yeah. Spider-Men. Um, let's talk some of the Easter eggs that we saw, because I know there was a lot throughout there. There was a lot of little nods here and there to the other films, um, things that, I mean, you probably wouldn't catch unless you were <laughs> saw the other films from all the previous years. I mean, I guess one that I thought was kind of goofy, but that I really liked was when um, Dr. Osborne goes, I'm a bit of a scientist myself, you know? And I was like, we all remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, What else did you guys catch in there? I mean, I mean, really just like a, all the nods to, to Iron Man, Tony Stark, like the arc reactor and um, all that stuff. Um, and then the constant mentions of the blip and mm-hmm. like what, you know, the effects of being gone for five years and, and Thanos and all that kind of stuff. Right. So. Uh, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Good for yeah. him. Which really, though, makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> Doctor Strange is a bad sorcerer. He's a little irresponsible. He kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if this is uh, 100% true or not, but because this is my second time seeing the movie and I noticed... Once Toby came through the portal, he kind of had a little bit of a look with Ned's like grandma. And, yeah. And then I and then I had like beforehand like a couple days ago I saw that apparently it's the same actress who um, played the Spider-Man song on the violin in Sam Raimi's <gasps> Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> I wonder. That's that's cool. If, if that is true, that would make sense as to why they kind of had a little bit of a moment where it yeah. looked like they had a little interaction. I kind of yeah. recognize you. Um, I like at the end, it really took me back to Toby Spider-Man when he's living in that kind of shitty apartment and the guy kept begging him for the rent. Um, and that kind of looks like what our, you know, Peter kind of moved into. And mm-hmm. so that that reminded me a lot of, a lot of it. And obviously, <laughs> I wonder if Toby Spider-Man would ever turn on the news and see J. Jonah Jameson and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> kind of know that guy. Oh my gosh, I haven't hated J.K. Simmons so much since freaking <laughs> Invincible and Omni-Man. Oh, yeah. I was like, why do I hate you so much? I loved how it, like he was such an Alex Jones. He even had the supplements that he was trying to <laughs> Supplements? I was dying. The Daily Bugle supplements. Oh my gosh. I, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, all my relatives on Facebook would be eating up <laughs> eating up J. Jonah Jameson right now. They'd be posting stuff like, have you seen this? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'd be like, oh, calm down, Aunt Karen. <laughs> I heard Spider-Man's not even from America. Well, and then all the like anti, you know, Peter Parker's and anti-Spider-Man people. It reminded me of like in Hawkeye, you know, he's in the bathroom stalls and he sees Thanos was right, you know, and he's yeah. got the mug and he's drinking out. And I'm like, you know, if this was real, like 
we see firsthand, it's very, you know, we live in a polarizing world. There would be people siding with the villains. There would absolutely be misinformation flying everywhere yep. that people would be believing in message boards and Facebook groups. I love that they use TikTok to, like, find the villains. <laughs> it's like, that'd be Nicole. She'd be like, if I was Spider-Man, Nicole would be my TikToker <laughs> who's helping me find the bad guy. She'd be the girl in the chair and be like, I'll track him down in two seconds. Hashtag Green Goblin. There he is. <laughs> Wait, okay. I do have another question. All right. I just thought of it. Okay. okay. This, okay, yeah. Like we said, I have no background. Is, okay, I have two questions, I guess. This one's leading up to my second question, if it's a yes. Okay, part A and part B. Yes, yeah, so part A. Is Captain America and Spider-Man, are they both... Marvel? Yes. Okay. So another question, which might be completely stupid and not relevant. It's okay. Was there it. like a Captain America thing on the Statue of Liberty or was that like yeah. the There shield? sure was. Okay. was yeah. okay. And I am glad that it fell into. Things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad it fell into the ocean because that would have been very tacky. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about it in the shower the other day. I was like, I, Steve Rogers would have hated that. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I almost wonder if that was during the... Um, like Walker's Captain America era. You know what oh, I mean? Uh, the John point, Walker era. Because that's something that they would have totally done when they're trying to sell this new cap to everybody. Oh, yeah. He like, would have loved it. Uh -huh. Steve would have been like, take that down, please, for the love of God. Yeah, and there's no there's no way that Falcon's like, yes, put that up there. <laughs> that's great. Uh, no way, no way. Uh, you know, I don't know. I had a couple, I had a couple thoughts um, during this. One was that uh, teenagers are really the worst. <laughs> like... If they would have just listened, I, and I know, like, the moral of the story, and I know, you know, Aunt May's lesson about responsibility, and fantastic, that's great. I was uh, I was so on Doctor Strange's side from the very beginning. Yeah. Like, none of this would have happened if you just would have dealt with the consequences of your own actions and, and seen it through. You know, yeah. like, your life wasn't falling apart because you didn't get into MIT, dude. Like, I didn't go to MIT, I'm fine. Like, calm down. <laughs> so that was that was one thing where I was like, uh, and then it just reminded me that, like, the Avengers constantly say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill orchestrate their own demise like mm -hmm. over and I, and then i was like you know he really is tony's protege because we wouldn't have had age of ultron without tony stark and his stupidity they so. create a lot of their own enemies and True. problems a mm -hmm. lot and then people prop them up for stopping Hawk the enemies that they Hawkeye created even i mean the whole hawkeye series is all about ronin and yeah. how if he hadn't gone crazy as ronin like we wouldn't be in this situation now <laughs> so that makes me wonder like so you know how andrew garfield and, and um uh, toby mcguire had their own villains that mm -hmm. they were like physically like it's seeing and uh, like fighting. Toby Maguire was in his universe battling himself. Damn. You know dude, that is. That's super deep, what's man. What's going on here? I mean, he kind of was in the third movie because he got injected with yeah. like the Venom symbiote and turned into. <laughs> 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 I wish everybody emo, could see emo it. Right now. Emo Spidey. <laughs> God, I wish they were to brought back Emo Spidey. But your, your point on um, the criticism and everything like that with Tom Holland Spider Man and. I know even in the beginning, like when uh, I, I like in the different like magazine covers from the Daily Bugle, it said like Iron Boy Jr. Mm -hmm. I know that's been like a heavy like criticism of the movies and everything like that. I think in this one, they kind of strip that away now because uh, 
um, damage control seized all of Stark's uh, tech and everything yeah, away from him. True. Now he's on his own. He's in an apartment and everything. He's making his own suits. He's now. got a shiny, sparkly suit. I know. I love it. It reminds me of the dance costumes I used to wear back in the day. Um, but yeah, they don't even mention Tony's name that I can recall from this movie. Really. I mean, they they might say like Iron Man and Happy says, you know, I lost a friend, but they're not like, you know, so heavy as it was in Far From Home or they're like, Tony had just died and they were right. kind of coping with it. And I think, uh, I, I think he, he kind of rounds out that like living in Tony's shadow a little bit by making that final sacrifice at the end, just like Tony did. Yeah. It's like, it's yep. like Tony made the ultimate sacrifice. Now Peter has done that and is now having to carve out his own path. Like, like what he learned from Tony has now come full circle and yeah. he's able to like move on. I, and I think that's kind of something that a lot of people are going to like really enjoy about this movie that didn't, maybe not didn't enjoy from the other two and that he's, he's essentially going to be his own Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if he's going to get a job at the uh, Daily Bugle mm-hmm. taking pictures of Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we have to mention one of the biggest, I mean, Easter eggs or things that carried over was the with great power comes great responsibility. I mean, it could have been so cheesy for her to say that to him, but I feel like it wasn't in that moment. It was what he really needed to hear. So I love that all three of them had somebody say that to them. I, well, I got to give credit to Marissa Tomei, too, because I feel like this was, like, the most meaningful, too, because she, unlike Uncle Ben, who dies at the, like, beginning and kickstarts the whole kind of Spider-Man thing, mm-hmm. she's been here throughout. Shaping you know, him. Yeah, so I feel it, like it was even— It has a better, like, emotional impact and everything because, like, we um, people who have read the comics, like, know— the impact it has on him when Uncle Ben says it, especially in Toby's, like, uh, Spider-Man. But Marissa Tomei having, like, the first two movies with Tom Holland, I think it kind of delivers a, a bit of a bigger emotional impact on him. Completely. I mean, R.I.P. Hottie Aunt May. Jeez. Man, I love her. I do, too. Not as much as Happy loves her, but... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Still. Happy. He lost his best friend, and now he lost... Dude, his life sucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, and his name's Happy. Like, what? No, sad. Poor Happy is... Sad. He's going to change his name to... Oh, what if we get emo happy? Like, he's the one dancing with the black hair in the, ne- in the next movie. God, it's just something for happy. Something good for happy needs to happen in the next movie. Something to make him happy. <laughs> and that is the end of the show. Um, let's talk about what's coming next for Peter Parker and um, about those, you know, those end credit scenes that we saw. What's next for our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Um, I've like I've seen differing things like going back and forth on like Tom Holland's actual contract, and I think Amy Pascal had like kind of misspoke and said like, yeah, yes, they're like there's there's a new trilogy coming and they're actively developing Spider-Man Four right now, but I think they she misspoke on Tom Holland whether or not he's going to come into that or not. I think it would be kind of a mistake if they don't bring him back, but at the same time, I feel like the end of this movie they it seems like they've almost written him off to where they don't necessarily need him to come back, but it would be a big mistake if they didn't because I want to see what what's next for him now. I think he's going to come back. I think they left it pretty clear that, like, he has to come back. Maybe he'll be the mentor for Miles. I can definitely um, And I really want him and MJ and Ned all to reunite in that moment. Well, Ned is now set up as, you know, potentially like a protege for Stephen Strange. So, Mm -hmm. or for Wong. Like, and that's really interesting to me because at first I was like, oh, it's not Ned. It's just like the ring that he has. But then when Strange comes back, he kind of gives him that nod. Like, Like, oh, okay, interesting. So I feel like to do that and to give him that 
power to set him up and then to just be like, yeah, bye, is kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a waste, you know? It's like watching freaking the end of the Iron Fist series with <laughs> Connie as a new Iron Fist and then it got taken away. Funny. It could have been so good. <laughs> I, I know, like, it could have. I also know, I'm oh, sorry, uh, I didn't know, uh, I've also known that Tom Holland has said he doesn't want to be playing Spider-Man into his 30s and everything like that. And that's understandable because... It, Hurry, someone Google, how old is Tom Holland? I think it's pretty much now. Like, he's almost, he's almost 24. 30, right? Oh, he's 25. We have a couple more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, like if, when you're in a in a role like that and you're, like, like contract contracted for, like, three more movies... It kind of like it eats up your life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look I, at Tobey Maguire; his back was in pain the entire time. Ex- exactly, <laughs> that, that was a good Easter egg too. Was the funniest thing I have ever seen. The back cracking. I was like, oh my gosh! And not in a million years did I think I was going to sit down in this movie tonight <laughs> and watch Spider Man cracking each other's backs. I was like, what is happening right now? It was such a cute throwback to <laughs> Tobey Maguire going, "My back, mm-hmm. my back," in Spider Man too. <laughs> so funny. Um. Yeah, I, I think that we really do need Tom Holland back. We need to resolve this story. His friends need their memories back somehow. Um, also, I mean, we saw a little bit of the Venom symbiote was left behind yes. at that bar. First of all, mm, I could not care less about this. Same. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying so hard to bring. I think it's pretty clear now that it won't be Tom Hardy because he's right, yeah. the Venom from another universe. Um, but there will be some type of Venom in Tom Holland's universe. See, I got confused with that. I liked the first Venom. I saw the second one, and now I'm... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me on it. Exactly. How, why was... Why was Tom, he there? Yeah, because how does... Who's Peter there? Is exactly. There? No, I don't know. You just, I don't know. So the people who were brought in were <laughs> Don't supposed, think about it. <laughs> don't think about it too deep, man. The people who were brought in were supposedly people who knew that... Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Venom didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Electro didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Well, no, pulled from different points in time. So the point in time that we saw them, they didn't know that. But at the point in time in which they were pulled into the universe, they did know that. Hence why Electro looked so different and whatever. He was pulled from a different something. But he also was surprised that Spider-Man was in black. So did he know who he was? Yeah, so maybe he didn't even... I mean, I understand that feeling. Like, you see a hero and you take off your mask and like, damn, like... I get it. You should have been playing. <laughs> I mean, there is one, so we're good. There it's is, true. and we're going to see him. Soon. And and that's I think that's the route that I would like to see it go. I'd like to see maybe Tom take a break and us get Miles and then Tom come back at I, some point. I think and possibly like the, the next trilogy coming out, like it could potentially be like Tom, like maybe passing the torch to another Spider-Man, like, a, a, like another yeah. Miles or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. And fighting whoever... We end up casting as Venom, who goes to that bar in Mexico. And it just, just makes me think, why, at the end of Let There Be Carnage, why would Sony tease that, like an interaction with Tom Hardy and Tom Holland Spider-Man, and then just, no. That was the Sony. only, yeah. Oh, oh that's right, because at that end, they were, they were, what were, they, were they, weren't they somewhere too? So they questions? were in a hotel room, and Venom was saying to, um, uh, yeah, because it was on was, the TV. What's his or name? Eddie Brock. Eddie, thank you. He was saying like, "You wouldn't believe the things that I've seen." And then it kind of shows like that yellow light where they're being pulled into this universe. And at the time when people were watching this in theaters, they're like, "What the f is going on?" But now we know that it was because of the spell pulling Eddie into this universe. And then in the end, he gets pulled back. Why he was pulled there in the first place? I don't know. Mm-hmm. To drop some little yeah, yeah, venom goo. <laughs> 
All right, so shifting gears from a character that um, sucks and into <laughs> a character that's amazing. Um, despite the fact that he's terrible at his job, I love Doctor Strange so much, and I feel like he makes everything infinitely cooler. Mm-hmm. My favorite sequences um, in this movie were obviously when all three Spider-Men were on screen together, but then the Doctor Strange like in the mirror. Dimension. Oh, this is so yeah, cool. Yeah, the mirror dimension. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, I don't know, I just got so excited about the next movie and more of that. Um, and then... Wanda coming in and like you guys know like Wanda is my favorite character in the MCU and so to have them together um oh I can't I can't wait yeah so Nicole you watched WandaVision mm-hmm. were you excited to see her pop up in the trailer yeah I was that made me like maybe be interested in yeah your buddy movie. the elf you're like I know her yeah exactly <laughs> the, the amount of like power that Wanda has and everything like that and then seeing like her team up with Doctor Strange that's something I really want to yeah. see which makes sense because it's magic and magic Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the we like we haven't begun to even tap the surface of nope. Wanda's powers, right. which mm-hmm. because she now just realized that she's you know the Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch. Witch. Yeah. So um, you know Westview as as crazy as that was to know that that's just the beginning, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and the fact that do. Strange was like, oh yeah, Westview that sucked. Anyway, let's <laughs> <laughs> something else we got to talk about. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. It's so it's so him. It's yeah. so him. He's like, yeah, I've done worse. We've all done bad. Let's <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Even with that spell with. Wong, he's like, we've used it for less. Like, <laughs> yeah, did you remember that party? Exactly. <laughs> That's like, I have multiple parties that I don't remember either, but I didn't use a spell, so it's just... <laughs> See, and the thing, too, the thing about Doctor Strange being the villain in his own movie um, is, is really interesting because we're dealing with such powerful individuals who, at least, you know, at least for me, like, I love them so much and I have such an allegiance to them, but even in WandaVision to see, you know, kind of Wanda be orchestrating the, all of this suffering for people. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to Her watch. suffering, yeah. So in the, in this instance to see, so it, if you haven't watched What If, Doctor Strange manipulates time to save uh, his girlfriend. Yeah. And um, and it looks like she's getting married to somebody in this trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, yeah, I don't know. Something's it, going down. So anyway, he, he jacks everything up by manipulating time and he ends up absorbing the powers of like every creature in the universe to give him enough power to be able to do that, and then he becomes... Real um, creepy and evil. Extremely powerful. More powerful than any other being, and also evil, so... Yeah. Oh, that guy makes sense now. I never finished watching whatever we're talking about. What if? You should definitely watch (laughs) that. That is probably... I wasn't a huge What If fan, but that episode is redonkulous. Yeah, it sounds pretty dope. Yeah, it's really good. And um, America Chavez looks like she's going to pop up in the Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Like, I don't know who they cast to be her, but you see the back of her jacket a lot, so... Interested to see where they go with that. That's a, there's endless potential with this idea of the multiverse Absolutely. and all the different characters that they can bring in. So I hope we see Spider Gwen at some point. Oh, oh that would be so good. She's excited for Spider Gwen. I see you, girl. I see you. And I know people are talking about like obviously Fantastic Four and X Men and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously you don't want it to be like too oversaturated with mm-hmm. new characters or people that you don't know or people that people you know. Nicole would be like, I don't know who that is. Um, but. You know, I don't know if Endgame taught us anything. It's kind of the more the merrier. And I hope that each of these people and characters gets their own individual movies so we can learn about them and introduce them to a new generation of fans. So even if you didn't see all these different phases of the MCU, if Nicole jumps in now, 
she gets to see the origin story of the Fantastic Four and learn who they are. So she's not just like, I don't know why I should care about these people because it's it'll be new. And, yeah. And even if not a movie, like there's Disney Plus now to where they could develop a show for it too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's been one of my favorite things about this phase is being able to go back and get Black Widow yeah. and Hawkeye and just and Wanda and Vision, like the stories that they didn't get mm-hmm. that we should have gotten. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home, you guys? I, I want more of, like, Toby, Andrew, and Tom. Yeah. I loved all their interactions. I loved them hugging at the end. And you're in a lot of pain, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the, the, oh, sorry, I was just going to say that. The rooftop combo with, you know, about Aunt May mm. and about them losing, you know, Uncle Ben and losing Gwen. Like, I don't know. I feel like that probably, especially in the time in which we live right now, and a lot of people have lost people that they mm-hmm. love. I feel like that was really poignant. Yeah. And, you know, talking about what can happen to you because of grief and you can either let it um, consume, tra- you. consume yeah. you or let it transform you. And um, and then at the end when Peter, you know, tells Happy, um, you know, everything lives on because of what, what they did and the people that they loved and the people that they helped. And I feel like that was just a really good Lesson always, but especially like right now. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I mean, and even seeing Toby stop, I know we keep calling them Toby and Tom, but it's Peter, 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 and Peter. <laughs> when Peter did this to Peter. So when, you know, Toby stopped Tom from, you know, killing Doblin, just like, this isn't how we use our grief. You know, this is what we do. They kept saying that throughout the movie. It's what we do. We help people. It's what we do. Like, uh, yeah, I, love, I love Toby and that kind of, he was essentially like the mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And like speaking of love, like when Andrew said like I love you to both of them, why didn't they say it back to I him? Know, it's like you love him too. <laughs> like, please, say, say they gave him, him the thank you. <laughs> they thank did you. the Han Solo. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like, you know how they were calling each other Peter one, two, and three? I was like, why didn't they just call each other like Peter, Parker, and Pete? Dang. Like that would have been a lot easier. Listen, they were in a stressful situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that 90s show from Nickelodeon, Pete and Pete. <laughs> the, uh, the nod to Sony not having the rights to the Avengers was amazing. When he's like, yeah. you have the event. What is that? That's amazing. <laughs> Are you in a band? What is that? <laughs> Earth's Mightiest, if anyway. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, that, that was great. Toby's like... Um, Direct or like delivery on that, like that's great. What is that? <laughs> he wanted like, I'm to be so supported. excited for yeah. you, and I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like when a little kid's like, and then I did this in this video game, and I collected this Pokemon. And you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm so happy. But that's awesome, kid. <laughs> Good job. Um, and Nicole, are you excited to see more and to keep going with the MCU with us and kind of see where the universe goes? Like, how do you feel going forward with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, I mean, I. Might go watch the previous Spider-Mans now and then this movie would probably make a lot more sense to me (laughs) now that I have seen this one. But also, this just popped in my head. Was Okay, was this movie supposed to come out a lot earlier than it did or no? Was this always the original date. You know, I'm not sure if anything oh, probably okay. Never mind. Then I'm probably thinking of something completely different. So I, guess, I think it was, right? I think everything got pushed back, obviously. Maybe a little but bit. Not, okay, yeah. no, never mind. I think it was something else. I thought another movie we were like anticipating. Maybe it was Black Widow. It was totally a Black, Black Widow, Widow got moved. Yeah, totally never like mind. Okay, backtrack. Totally. <laughs> I never mind. Think, I do think that this movie takes place at the same time in the timeline as Hawkeye, though, because mm-hmm. it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hawk guy. Hawk, hot, the hot, hot, guy. hot guy. Hot guy. The yeah. hot I, guy I did show. see, like, um, going back to, like, the rumors that Spider-Man may appear in um, this final episode mm-hmm. of Hawkeye. 
someone had put together like a screenshot of the promo for the final episode of Hawkeye with a tree in the in the background. Yeah. And then we see Peter swinging mm. like in at the towards the end here yeah. with that same tree. So. I'm feeling yeah. festive. Absolutely, like, I love when this stuff set at Christmas time. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw Jeremy Renner's video. I think this episode is going to come out after Hawkeye comes out, so we'll all sound stupid if it doesn't happen. But <laughs> Jeremy Renner we all posted sound stupid a lot. Jeremy anyway. Renner posted a video today that was like wanted to wish a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you know the hardworking cast and crew, and he has the Ronin haircut. And everyone's like, what's going on? And some people were like, oh, it's an old video from when he filmed Endgame. And I'm like, that wouldn't make any freaking sense why he would post that now. But maybe, maybe Sometimes it's a flashback. Sometimes I repost content if I haven't maybe. taken a good selfie in a while. <laughs> He's like, my hair looked exceptional that day. <laughs> um, and I, I, I do think... Like he was swinging in the beginning and we saw a promo for Rogers the musical. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, something that they go to in, yep. in the hawk. Now I just want to say hot guy show. The hot guy show. That's what we call it. <laughs> that's what it is in our house now. So it will be interesting You're to welcome. see where that goes. But I think that just about wraps it up for our spoiler cast. Um, anything else you guys want to I just want to say um, Scooby-Doo that shit. <laughs> please. That's our new motto. Please Scooby-Doo please. that shit. Yes, please. <laughs> what are we Scooby-Doing? <laughs> just this shit. Can we blue Scooby-Doo it too? Wait, were you not here for that? Did you come in late? He came in late. He's like, what are you talking about? I know something Alex doesn't know about (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. So big shout out and thank you to AZ Deadpool. Thank you so much for joining us. You were a delight. Thank you for having me. Um, And let's all go through and tell the people where they can find us. Um, You can find me, Alex, at A-L-C-A-S-N-U-N on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, Nicole, on Instagram and TikTok at Nicole underscore Eldridge and on Twitter at NALDridge14. You can find me, Haley, on Twitter at 30NerdyThriving and on Instagram. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at 30NerdyPod and on Instagram at 30NerdyThriving. You can find me, Shauna Trinidad, at S-H-A-U-N-A-T-R-I-N-I-D-A-D on Instagram and Twitter. And, oh, my gosh, let's all help each other remember well, the pop culture. Oh, yeah. And AZ Deadpool. Deadpool. Where can you Where can find, they find you? Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram at azdeadpool, all, all one word. Easy enough. Um, you can find the Pop Culture Junkies at our website, www.popculturejunkie.com. That's easy enough. That's where you can find all of our social handles because I don't want to rattle them all off right now at the top of my head. <laughs> one is like pop.culturejunkie, I think, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you can just find all Just find us on, on our website. <laughs> um, and on Facebook, please join the Pop Culture Junkie support group where we all chat about our favorite pop culture junkie things, movies, music, TV. Um, we post lots of silly memes and all that good stuff. So please tune in next week for your another uh, dose of pop culture. Pop Culture Junkie is a production of Pop Culture Entertainment Group. All rights reserved. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.